Welcome to Apocalypse Campfire Radio. This week, I invite you to escape a potential apocalypse through science fiction. I happened to be moving and stumbled upon this footage of my friend Rupert's first book signing of Aliens, Avatars, Ghosts, and God. Rupert, whose pen name is R.G. Randall, offers a taste of his extra-normal world. This episode is going to be a bit brief, but I hope you enjoy it. A description from the back cover. In the distant future, a man called Kortosh and a woman called Tiansha are plagued by strange dreams and ghostly visitations from alien spirits. While investigating these disturbing phenomena, Kortosh and Tiansha uncover a truth too terrible to believe. A war unlike any other is approaching and everyone in the entire galaxy is destined to be killed. In a valiant effort to save trillions of lives from the approaching war, Kortosh and Tiansha embark on an epic voyage of discovery and action through space and time. Pursued by powerful, malevolent forces, they encounter strange new worlds, extraordinary alien creatures, spirits, gods, ancient weapons, time travel, multidimensional palaces, unspeakable knowledge, romance, love, and so much more. I should let you know, this is the first time I've done something like this. This is my, fir- <laughs> my, my first book. It's my first book signing. Mm. It's the first time I've read out any of this in public. So I hope I do an adequate job. Uh, so this is a scene uh, from the first chapter of the book. Tiansha lay still in her bed. The tidy room was only dimly lit with a gentle pink glow from a hidden diffuse source. The silky sheets felt cool and soothing on her exposed lower arms and legs. It had been a busy, tiring day, but a good one. Tiansha knew how very lucky she was to be living on a planet on which she could do with her day anything that she wanted, as long as it was within the law, of course. One important luxury was that it was entirely her choice when and where she would task. She enjoyed voluntary tasking, as did most other Sothorans. Obviously, some tasks were less fun than others, but with a large variety of different people on the planet, with a large diversity of likes and dislikes, even the most boring and tedious of society's jobs ended up getting done by some volunteer. The trick for making the tasking system work was to completely eliminate all of the tasks for which there weren't enough volunteers, which was easily achieved with appropriate uses of technology. If tomorrow everyone on Sothora decided that they never again wanted to direct the park robots, A technologist would simply modify the robots to maintain the parklands themselves. They would then be fully automatic, making their own decisions on when and how to change the park's appearances. Tiansha found that life could become a little boring if she went too long without tasking. It was a great way to meet and socialise with people. It kept her brain stimulated with new experiences and it increased her familiarity with the many different aspects of the society in which she lived. Right now, however, she was very glad that she had focused her last few days of effort not on voluntary tasking, but on tracking down people with physical abnormalities. The meeting with Anaton had been extremely informative. She was looking forward to talking with him again in a few hours. She smiled inside at Kortosh's cheeky jesting about her liking Anaton sexually or romantically. Although she tried not to show her appreciation for Kortosh's humour, 
she did enjoy it. For a moment, she considered the extent to which she actually did find Anaton attractive. Not at all, she decided. He wasn't her type. Although, being honest with herself, she didn't really know what kind of man was her type. Without ever having any rude intentions, she knew that she could be very abrupt and overbearing, which tended to put most men off straight away. Too independent, that's what she was. She didn't really need anybody. Still, she thought, wriggling into a more snug position, if the occasional man wants to flash glimpses of his side skins at me, I'm not going to interfere. As Tiongsha's mind wandered, the words that had been sung to her in her dream the night before drifted into her thoughts. The most beautiful rose is the first to be cut. It's not fair. She didn't know what a rose was, or what it might have done to deserve being cut, but the melody suggested that the occurrence was a sad one. She was tired and ready for sleep, but her head was dancing with sleep-inhibiting thoughts about the extra normal. Purposefully, she focused her mind away from the thoughts and onto a point on her face between her mouth and nose. In. Out. In. Out. Her mind voiced, following her breathing and picturing a wash of energy, perhaps stuff, moving through the point backwards and forwards. This had always proved to be a reliable way of discarding unwanted thoughts and emotions focusing her mind into a state in which sleep followed more easily. In, out. Her breathing was slowing. In, out. Reality blurring. In, time wandering. Out. Gently swirling colours. Soothing green light. Trickling green water rippling. Warm flecks of light glistening in the water, gentle currents washing over, sinking, moving under, sinking. She felt a presence. Someone was there, in the water. Discomfort. Someone's there. No. Too tired. Go away. Sinking. Wake up. Tiongsha struggled to wake up, but she couldn't. Go away! She felt like she was drowning. With an unbelievable effort, she forced her eyes to open. Or did she? Eyes open or closed, she wasn't sure, but she could see a very clear image of a dark silhouette of a person surrounded by an eerie green haze kneeling on the bed right next to her. Its arms reached towards her. Get off, she yelled in her mind. The solid edges of the figure fragmented and it evaporated into a twisting fog, an entity of swirling green light. Tiongsha felt trapped, unable to wake up and unable to move. It was draining her. The ghost-like entity was all over her, inside her, ignoring her pleas to stop. No! She felt exhausted. She knew what it was doing. She could feel its intentions. It was killing her. Help! Colours were fading. Her strength was gone. All tensions were draining away. Her thoughts and feelings dissolved. Tiongsha's crooked body lay motionless on the bed. <laughs> May you survive your own apocalypse. 
This program is intended for entertainment purposes only. While attempts are made to present accuracy, the show's content should not be taken as factual. If you choose to take any action after listening to this show, the choice is yours and yours alone.